accident I believe that we can elevate any and everything No matter what we're subdued to Why? Because we all are here on purpose Yes, Lord, I'm Cowboy347 Your radio personality and podcaster And I have somebody who was willing to give you a frontline seat To his purpose-driven passion and his for equity Giving you guys a stick for the quicksand to be inspired Now, you guys know how I articulate these things This is to give you guys that inspiration To give you guys that beacon of light So that you guys can continue on as creatives, entrepreneurs and leaders in this world that we live in today because time is changing rapidly and before i get before i get started i want this brother to introduce himself before i get long-winded yes lord <laughs> amen amen brother that was beautiful that was beautiful uh what's going on everybody my name is will uh my first name is willie my social media i go by will tune in um, you know, I was born and raised in New York. Uh, I was called uh, to go to to go to California to kind of pursue my dreams in social media and all these different types of facets of the world. And you know, that's where my my life with Christ fully began. You know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was at when I was 25. So it was a beautiful thing. Um, and now I'm just searching for more more of His love. I'm trying to figure out how to get closer to the Lord in, in the best way that I know possible. And that's staying, staying true to his, to his word in the Bible. Um, and it's been a beautiful journey, man. It's been, an, it's been a roller coaster. Um, and I'm here to just get on here and just pretty much share my experience, how, how life with the Lord has been. And also give you guys the real, you know, how life yeah. how the world has been, man. Cause you know, a lot of people don't realize when you're living in the world, sometimes you may not even see the things of God. So um, mm. yeah, you know, I've been in three different States, you know, uh, New York, California and Florida, you know, so I, I've pretty much seen it all. I've been, I played basketball in college. I've done the social media. I've gone to the pinnacle, of, you know, of getting a lot of followers, accumulating a lot of views online um, and building a, a big social media presence with my personality, my charisma and my athletic ability. So you went off. That has got to be the most exciting introduction from our guests the entire time this show has been up on national syndication. So with that, that allows me to do what I do best. Yes, Lord, download the free iHeartRadio app on Spotify, Player FM, Deezer. If you guys want to check out all the other syndication platforms, click the Media Club link. Yes, Lord. Um, man, brother, brother, well, I want to celebrate you. Before we get into this contrivement, I want to celebrate you from New York to the left coast to Florida, loving a God-given gift that you pulled out of the trash bag before walking the earth that gave you the mold to direct you so that you can organize and understand all the wavering emotions of life as a man only to serve a higher purpose on stages that God will allow us to tune into Amen. such as this one. Yes, Amen. Lord. Thank you so much, man. That was beautiful. Man, um, I really want this. I really want this. Lord, this is Cowboy347, and it's 2024. May I ask you a couple of questions? Do you feel like you're called to ministry? As an individual, do you know you have a voice, but you also know that you're not being heard. Are you an undiscovered genius all because you don't have time to spend on anything else but posting 
opposed to actual production. Well, to be a cowboy is to be a helper. And I'm Cowboy347. Please, let me help you. Through my syndication platform, NC347, we will unpack all the strenuous tasks of ID3 tagging, audio production, audio editing, which requires 24-hour turnaround, removal of ums and ahs, but most importantly, posting your content on all the well-known national syndication platforms. Can I make a suggestion? Create, don't wait. Through our partnership, we will discover your sweat equity and make you a beacon of light. It's better to find something to do before something to do finds you. Yes, Lord. This pod to be that icebreaker for you. I, I want this pod to be when it comes to the testimony and when it comes to the will of the Lord, um, I really want this to be the icebreaker. So um, I want to start off here. Who is Will? Who is Will tuning? I like that. I like that. Um, for a long time, uh, I try to give a brief, a brief uh, synopsis on where Will tuning actually came from. And I want to give a quick disclaimer. I don't, I don't proclaim myself to be a pastor, or preacher, or or any of those things. I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm a Christ follower who's learning the journey and understanding my, my life, how He's ordered it. So back when um, I was a senior in college, um, you know, as a matter of fact, a junior in college, my, my best friend and I, we wanted to start a YouTube channel together, and you know, things didn't go out the way we wanted to. Yes, we to two different schools. Right. So then I kind of got my own channel and I started to do my own type of content and I was searching for a really good name that will ha that would ring bells. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and I put it on my social media during that time. I probably had like 2000 followers and you know, I wasn't, right. you know, big. and one of my friends who went to school with me was like, yo, you should say, will tune in. And he was like, because when you say will tune in, you know, it's a pun, it's a play and pun on words. Like people will tune in and your name was will. So it'd be right. a pun on play on words. And I said, right, we're going to go with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then to this day, you know, I, I literally just like ran with that because, you know, people were like, oh, we'll tune in. Like, that's that's a good name. Like, I, I will tune in. And people just started to take to it. But then this is where, for me, the the instant gratification for me started to come up, come along. Um I didn't realize that, you know, there were there were wounds that were being uh, that were being uh, poked and triggered, you know, fiery darts were being thrown at me. This this identity that I had given myself had come from the world and I allowed mm. it to uh, I allowed it to fuel me um, in, in my endeavors. Now, anything that I wanted, I was getting I was getting the glorification. I was getting the notoriety growing up as a kid when it came to the basketball um, industry. I wasn't the most uh the most uh i would say notarized you know i fell through the cracks you know i had division one schools on my radar but they never took a chance on me so i kept falling through the cracks so i saw social media as a way as an outlet to you know what yeah. these schools these people who are overlooking me i'm gonna go make it in a different field i'm gonna go yes, get so big that you have no choice but to see me 
you yes, know? Lord. Yeah. And I did that. I did that. I had previous schools, people who went to these schools, people who were who were turning their 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 back to me, and they started to right. recognize what I was doing. And then I started getting messages from people like, oh, "Keep keep up the work, keep up this." And I felt entitled and and righteous to mm. to 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 be prideful in those in those moments and and kind yeah, of yeah. use <laughs> the notoriety that I got to keep. Like you got him back, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you. It's it's the it's the common cliche thing where like you know what like you didn't know me now uh, before, but now you know me now. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like now I'm in a space where you want to be around me because everybody else wants to be around me. Everybody else mm. wants to know who Will Tune is, mm. and um. I did every type of form of content you could think of. I was doing the public interviews, the pranks, uh, the vlogging, relationship content. I I, I did a whole variety. Oh, wow. of that. Yeah, I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. And if you yes, people, the first eight thousand subscribers would know that because they were. That's how I accumulated. You know, I was pulling oh, in hundreds of thousands of views. Facts. You know, and um, but then I, that's when my encounter with the Lord came. So um, yeah, it, it, it was a beautiful thing to realize. That my my identity started of the world, and now I'm I'm repurposing it for the glory of Christ, for the glory. All of right, Christ. because I'm getting I don't know I can feel your excitement, brother. Yeah, and when, <laughs> when, when we're one or two are together, the spirit is there. That's what they say, right? You already know. Uh, and I wasn't expecting you to like to jump off like that because I thought that it was just basketball that got you. The notoriety so you you've been a social media personality yeah all in all and through and through mm-hmm. wow I did, I did i did it all i did the pranks i did the relationship content i built a really big following on uh, on 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 tiktok with doing what our generation will call it light skin content you know taking advantage right, of right, right. my appearance and how i look and how i presented yeah, yeah. myself to but, gain to gain the uh the attention of young women and 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 be that um that sort of quote unquote top g type of personality right. where you know women would be like oh this is like my my woman my man crush monday yeah, or something yeah. like that you know like to be that for <laughs> women and yeah. i used it i used it i was I, I let it fuel my my identity and who i was you know and it wasn't until last year that i realized that that identity wasn't given by me. It wasn't given by God. It was something that was predestined before I even knew what was happening. And and right. a lot right. of the things that take took hold of my life was a direct uh, resort of things that I didn't get growing up. The the type of um, love, right. the type of understanding, the type of, of wisdom. You know. Yeah, I can understand that. And and now now okay. Now, the fact that you took this direction to start, I'm going to I'm gonna feed off of your energy and I'm going to twist the contrivement around. Well, I'm we can go however you want to go, my brother. It's okay, let's you. go. Let's go. Um, so, one minute, like, like, literally, it happened like that. Like I said, you know, your sweat equity, I caught your sweat equity, and this is why I'm here lifting you up um, in front of our audience because you was playing basketball. And you, 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 you went up at the end of 2020, well, the 2023, and you was with the next chapter. You was moving from New York. You was, um, you had, you had, you had, uh, you had virality and you, you, you took a chance to, you know, make announcements that you was taking your talents elsewhere 
to better your life. And then in the blink of an eye, I look up and I see you spreading the word of God. Now, I want to get to the paradigm moment where the shift happened. But can we just exclusively, since it's the first part, can we talk about your experience with the next chapter? Yeah, 100%. Um, yes, Lord. So now let's start here so I can give you get you started. Devonte Friga, um, you know, season season two or season three when you came? No, I was on season seven. Season seven and season eight. Correct. Season seven down by what? Ten, ten points in the one on one. I was right? down 8-0. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you was down, you was down eight oh and you came back to I believe it was like thirty points straight, right? And that was that when the the connection with you in the next chapter, you know, started to exponentially grow. So okay. So a lot of the times as a content creator, what what we put out is what we want you to see. Okay. And what people don't realize is that they're not in the space of content creation, that there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Mm. So I say that to say my relationship with Friga, Scotty, and the next chapter started way before season seven. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It started with um, when I went to the Z League in Louisiana to play against Mm -hmm. Moon. At that time, I was building up my my buzz in California, playing against all the Ballers Life members, playing against Hezzy God, White Iverson, and I was building notoriety in California. So my name was amongst all of those names, you know, because I took the individuality approach. I didn't allow myself to conform to any of the social media optics that they had, you know, which a lot of people can say that, you know, uh, Will was his own person. He he had a different approach to it. You know, I talked my talk how I did because I was from New York. They love the New York energy mixed with yeah. my talent. I can back it up. You know, I was talking to talk, but also walking the walk. So yeah, well, yeah, you're a little spicy. You're a little spicy on the court. Yeah, I get a little... I, I, I repurposed it. I'm passionate. <laughs> yes, Lord. So, uh, um, it happened in Louisiana, and that's when I ran into uh, Scotty. Scotty was there, and the Z League was trying to paint it like we need to get Will Tunin versus Moon as the first matchup, and it was the first matchup. Wow! And um, you had that much buzz. You had that much buzz where they thought that playing against Moon was the yeah yeah wow yeah one for one God yeah. And then um I go and I go play, but I'm not aware of the rules. And before I went to go play. Um, a good friend of my uncle's school had told me about it. He hit me up. He saw the flyer. He saw everything. He just told me to beware of how the Z League operates and how the refing is. So I was like, yeah. I right, cool. I get it. I understand. Like you know, I go, I go there. I go up six one on him, easy, light. And then <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is the fact. This is the fact. I went yeah, up. Yeah. The videos, the videos out there. I went up light, but then he just turned into a different person and he went and beat me 12-6. Wild. So, but then I'm not going to sit here and say that the refs played a big part into it, but they did have a, the environment did play into it. The environment, I I allowed myself to get out of character. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go off. 
is moon does moon really have like a like a mutant gear like yeah. in terms of okay that skinny he, guy he really can, can he can here's here's <laughs> one thing that i learned about moon playing because i played him twice mm -hmm. um he can turn it up if you don't put him away early he, he has the ability to turn it around for himself and win games, big games, too. I've seen it okay. with my own eyes. I've experienced it myself, you yeah, know? Talk to him exclusive. This, this is the Will Tune In exclusive. Yeah, so he's, 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 I would say, clinically, like, one of the best 1v1 players out there right now. And um, not to say that I'm, I don't do the comparison thing anymore where I compare yeah. myself to anybody, That's but I would say here. skill level um, we match up to each other. Like I will be his kryptonite, and he could be my kryptonite in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. His, I'm his length and recovery can disturb my shots if I don't if I'm not hitting, and my quickness and and, and um, shiftiness can disturb him if I'm hitting on a good day. Which, which, ladies and gentlemen, which, which ended ended up me beating him in my second matchup. But now. Okay. The first the first matchup was when Scotty and I got to talking because he was filming Moon versus me that day and me and him already knew about each other. Okay. So that's where the connection started to happen and we started talking and he wanted to bring me out for season the first season that they did which was in North Carolina mm -hmm. when Kel played Rob. I was supposed to be in that season. Right. Right. But right. it just didn't work out that way where you know flights and all of that stuff, the logistical part of things, it just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So we always mm -hmm. kept in contact. And then um, people don't even know, I played Friga two years prior to that at uh, R2B Ball's gym. The Ryan... Oh, well, I forgot his last name. You was in the trenches. Yeah, man. I, play, I played him and I beat Friga 7-6 in a 1v1. Okay. Um, and yes, then sir. that that became the connection between me and Friga and we kept in contact here and there. But then the in the lab was the one that kind of propelled me where right. where um, I played All against right. Bielis. And then when I played against Bielis, we had over a thousand, a hundred thousand people live stream on, ca on caffeine. Then. Then is where things transpired. I got call ups from Ballers Life. I got call ups from other. Wow. Drew, the Drew League was interested in like uh, teams in the Drew League were interested in me playing with them. Um, Are you feeling and, my energy right now? Because you, it's like you, yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of like reading my mind. Because, well, I wanted to, you know, the, the season seven was great, but season eight and your sportsmanship, I still believe right now that that one on one um, with you and B. Alice is probably still arguably the best one v one segment. On social media right now, go go before going into spring, um, so. and you know you two really had something going on there that you know that kind of made it like it was a NBA final. You know what I'm saying Celtics making it back to the finals with the Lakers and losing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And it drew me to it made me want to know who you are now because. You played well. You played. You 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 and Bielis had a great segment. And guys, you can go check it out on the next chapter. Shout out to Devonte Frieger and and Steve. Um, but the way that you you know Bielis won, but the way that you lost was what captivated me because I seen something there that you was battling with. 
And the reason why I wanted to go here with it, because I want to start the, I haven't even started the contrive me yet, but I want you to know how I got here, right? From you expressing yourself the way that you did on the basketball court, there was a story being told by your form of expression, high to weight, usage rate, ETC, and I seen something that, that, that wanted to say more, but I seen that you were struggling with something that season. Correct me if I'm wrong on my show. No, Correct not. me if you're, I'm wrong. You're spot on, my man. And I'm okay. gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna enlighten. I'm gonna enlighten on yes, what, what it was. Um, yes, Lord. People, I've gotten a lot of backlash about that one v one because I, I did a reaction to it, and I pretty much broke the video down very intricately. So maybe I didn't have to speak on it too much, and I let a lot of time go by for that video to kind of sit there. Okay. But what okay. people don't know was that there was a hidden animosity going on between me and Bielis. And okay. I necessarily didn't feel like, for my part, I, I it, it could be different on him. I can't speak for him. I can only speak for myself. But from the energy that I was receiving from him, there was this kind of notion that, like, you know, um, that, like, he sold the first matchup. You know? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. This is Cowboy 347, podcast producer and radio personality. And this message is for businesses in the local area. Did you know that today 100% of the population is 100% comfortable listening to voices? 73% of that 100% are full-time employees. Well, not only that, 83% of that 100% have at least $75,000 in their bank account. Are you looking to promote and articulate your system, scale your training, and scale your value? May I ask you a question? Are you tired of using a shotgun? Spraying the entire world with your value with just one post and one video only to hit a fraction of your target? To be a helper is to be a cowboy. And I'm Cowboy 347. Take this sniper rifle. Let me syndicate your business to business podcast where you can boost your interpersonal marketing. Articulate to your client avatar a compelling offer through strategic content planning and boosting your marketing with the least amount of effort and the least amount of time. To be an entrepreneur is to be in sport. And we all should be trying to find something to do before something to do finds you. I'm Cowboy347. Let's go. Yes, Lord. That he sold the first game. And uh, he, he's been wanting to get his get back ever since. And we had plenty of chances to do so, but he refused to do it on the platforms that were providing this opportunity, i.e. Ball of Life in the next chapter, okay. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. For his own personal reasons, I can never say, like, you know, they were they're not, they're discredited. He had his own personal reasons for not wanting to, you know, do the, do, do the rematch on other platforms. He wanted it on, right. his, on his platform. For me, I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to fly out to Louisiana when at this point, everything that I did was 
being taken care of, if you know what I'm saying. Like everything was being compensated. My travel, you know, my, my appearance. So it didn't make it. sense for me to go ahead out of my own pocket to be on on his channel to play him 1v1 when I'm also living my own life. You know, I have things that I yeah. got to do. I got a job. I, got, I had a girl at that time. And I feel like things just was misconstrued because we never got on the phone. I'm a very uh, conversational person. Like, I like to talk. So I'll be, I wouldn't even do the text messaging. I'll just pick up the phone and call you so none of my text messages can be misconstrued. Yes, Lord. So the narrative was built up. There was a lot of narrative built up up until the season eight matchup that he felt like he should have won. And I, I, I can only speak for the energy that I received. Um, there, I felt like there was a hidden agenda where people wanted to build this um, this clash between two heavy hitters to make it just like it's a big time game. And it felt that way. Like I, even. Even from the moment that I arrived to the house, you know, people were calling my phone, kind of doing, uh, you know, instigating, basically. They were instigating it. Me <laughs> in my head, I was going there to just go and compete. You know, I wasn't going to, yeah. like, there's a storyline where Will tune in that has a big mouth and he talks, the, you know, he talks the most. But if you really look and see between the lines, I've never spoke unless I was spoken to, you know? That's why, yo, that's why I had to conclude this. Yeah, I had to I, include this because they 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 definitely had you, they definitely had you expressing yourself a lot on that season, season eight, mm -hmm. and to so, the point where to yep, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. To the point where right, the five on five got messy. Yeah. Yep. And then um I would say during that time it was uh it it I had to under I didn't understand right then and there like what was really being done, but nobody knew behind the scenes what I was dealing with, like my personal life. I put it on my testimony. Yes. Um, you know, I had uh I had a lot of spiritual warfare going on within my personal life when it came to my mother, when it came to dealing with relationships. Um and the energy dissipated between the 1v1 because that's where I tore my meniscus. So, so when, when I was playing Bielis, yeah, I was playing Bielis and I was, I was fired up. I was fired up. I didn't like the notion. Everyone in the house was just talking and always trying to get a, a will tune in bit. There was always like probing at me and poking at me and they won't see it this way because they're not on the receiving end of it and that's the one thing that I want to make sure is like people understand that like they're not on the receiving end of someone who's yeah. who's captivating on screen like I can I can attract my personality can attract so many viewership and that's why they were getting these sound bits from me these, these little will tune in bits and they were getting my my actual yeah. emotions to come out so during that time I felt that there was a, a hidden agenda being put out there, yes. underlining energy that was not, that was not, uh, how can I say it, uh, sitting well with my spirit. My spirit was clashing with whatever the energy was being out there. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to combat that by just putting the ball in the basket, not even talking anymore, just trying to what just play the game and, and do what I have to do. But then I realized that there was people who really didn't have my best interests, you know, um, I can speak on the things that were that are put out publicly. If if people want to go out and see it, it's there. You know, me and Kel had 
two encounters on the next chapter on both seasons um, that didn't sit well with me. You know, one was on season seven when I was playing his his uh, friend MJM Castro. And he said something personal that I believe that should have never been said on the like out loud. And it provoked me to go ahead and, you know, come up to him and tell him, like, yo, like, if you're going to be talking this way, you you next. Then. Like, I'm not going to do all the talking. Let's just check up, oh, you know? And then it was the same type oh, yeah. of energy going into season eight where I was being provoked. I, there were certain things that were trying to be, you know, the notion was coming out. But at that time, my faith, like, God was tugging at my heart. Like, and that's the one thing that I started to understand was, the tug that was coming from my heart with the Lord was conflicting with the identity that was created on social media. So now mm. since I'm pulling so much views, so much, so much uh, in entertainment, so much inspiration and motivation in the realm of basketball, my whole notion was to go ahead and put out this type of content because I'm a 5'10 point guard from New York who was overlooked, but now there's another lane that I can go ahead and get into. And through the grace yeah. of God that he put me in this lane because I can share that. But I didn't know that the identity that I, that I was conforming to was leading me astray and was tugging at the identity, my identity in Christ. And that's where the, 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 the battle that people seen, you're not the first person to tell me that my brother, I've had, yeah, people, let's get it. I had people tell me, yo, something was off about you on that game. I'm here. What was it? And I said, yeah. yo, I got hurt in that game and people don't even realize that I tore my, my meniscus there. And I really was just trying to battle through that pain. Like, Time like, out. That wasn't Time something out. that was easy to do, you know? And yo, you finished the game too. Yeah. I did it in season seven when I played Castro the second time. I sprained my ankle and finished the game during that time, you know? I know. And I, I want to salute you. I want to <laughs> salute you, soldier, for the way that you carried yourself in that predicament because that game was A1. Now, I'm a bass, I, I played basketball in my past. And I tried out for the NBA, the G League. I, I love the game of basketball. And I just want to say thank you for putting on that performance because that is what basketball is about. But shout out to you showing that, you know, you asked for all of this, but showing the way that you lost, you lost well. Um, and, and this is what I mean. It looked like you immediately on, on, on live in, in the middle of the next chapter segment, like right then and there, it seemed like right then and there, you outgrew everything. And spiritually, from a spiritual eye, that brother is supposed to do something. His testimony is going to come to, it's going to come to light eventually, right? Uh, I thought it was going to be in basketball, though. But then I turn around and I see you, man, I, I see you, you know, you got baptized and, and, and you know, in big green letters, uh, you know, giving my life to the Lord. And now I'm like, OK, what did this brother, what is the what is the trenches like? What was the broken spirit? Right. What was the broken moment mm -hmm. that captivated him from from then to now? Right, a young star in this generation that we live in right now. Right, you're a beacon of light. You're one of the, as an influencers, you're one of the leaders of the new school. Right, you know, as quietly and as a silent, as as, as acclaimed. Right, but what was the broken moment that got you, Will, to turn around and say, 
I'm not lukewarm. I'm hot. Right? As a young man for the Lord, what happened? So I, I, I want to make sure, and thank you, bro, brother. I appreciate that for, and <laughs> it, it was... You, you know, you know, when you when you when you look at people like yourself, my man, you, you've done your homework, you've done your research and you have not only an eye and an ear to the ground in the world, but you have an eye and an ear in the spiritual realm. So you can see That's beyond uh, the things you may not be able to have the full discernment because I have not probably spoken out about it yet. So it doesn't you know, but you can tell that okay. there's something beyond the world that as a brother in Christ that is dealing with. And I want to make sure that I make this clear again, because I've made it clear on my multiple social media accounts that my journey with Christ had didn't start months ago. My journey in Christ, I'm 27 now. My journey in Christ started when I turned 25, but it really started when I was 24. When I left my hometown from New York and moved to California, I was in a, I was in a relationship that I didn't know how to, how to deal with. And, now understanding and having getting the discernment um, through the spiritual through the spiritual eyes, right? That relationship didn't serve me any purpose because we both created a toxic environment for each other, and it brought me to my knees because I lost the relationship, I lost the friendship, I lost money, my health, and all of those things. And I didn't oh, know wow. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how to do it. It was my it was my first time ever dealing with a full blown heartbreak that ripped everything from me. Finances, friendship, relationship, family, all of that. Because again, I was in California. I didn't have anybody. So it was by myself. Yeah. So it brought me to yes. my knees and I told I told the Lord I was dealing with a very uh, legal situation. And I told the Lord, I said, if you get me out of this, I will surrender my life and I will follow you to the fullest. Wow. If you get me out of this situation, give me understanding. I don't know what's going on. If you bring me out of this situation, I will follow you. Right. Long story short, right. he brought me out of the situation with nothing on my record. Because everything that, that, that was done in the dark came to the light. And all of the accusations that, that were against me were falsified. Yes, and it all came to the light. I can say that confidently now because I've grown from that situation and I've confessed my sins and I've, and I've hacked for prayer. It says in the Bible, you know, confess your sins so that you may be healed. And yeah. Um, yeah. that led me in my walk. So I was on fire for him for about six, seven months. But not only was I on fire, but I was a new age Christian that didn't understand the full weight of what God's will was for me and his purpose. Mm -hmm. So going through semen retention, going through... Uh, uh, removing myself from women and all of these different things, the attraction of women came closer to me. I was no longer right. seeking women. So now women was my, was, was my Achilles heel and it yeah. made me backslide. It made me backslide back into fornicating and, and dealing with different women. And I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm with the Lord. I still pray, but I'm, I'm over here trying. Are you to, good? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm over here trying to do this over here on the side. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so yeah. Brought me into a I didn't understand what lukewarm Christian Christianity was. I didn't know what that was at that yeah, time. Lord. Yeah. So I got into. Oh, so you peep game? Yeah. Now, now I peep game for sure. But I got into a relationship again a year later, and that relationship ultimately was up and down as well. For the first six months, we were good. And then all of a sudden, I found myself, you know, uh, committing infidelity. Like, I was cheating on her. I was doing things that were not of God. But I was also trying to lead her in Christ. It didn't make wow. any sense. 
there was a lot of confusion going on, you know? So with that, it comes full circle. I ended up leaving her for a new woman. I just kept bouncing mm. from relationship to relationship, yearning for some type of feeling. And then the next relationship was the one that broke me to my core again because I ended up getting this woman pregnant. Oh, wow. A lot has happened in, 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 a, in a season. Yep. This happened during the next chapter, and nobody knew about that. I got a girl pregnant, and then I also tore my meniscus. Wow. And then, and then in the month of November, the woman that I ended up getting pregnant ended up aborting my child against my own will. Oh. And I can speak about this confidently because um, I've, I've gotten a lot of uh, divine intervention. I've gotten around brothers and sisters. I got fellowship. I've prayed about it. I've, I've done yeah. all of the work behind it to heal myself from that um, because it wasn't something that I wanted. And I knew it wasn't something that she wanted, but there was so much spiritual warfare going on at that time that her and I did not have the discernment to see that. So yeah. when everything was hitting the fan, I realized that my identity and who I was on social media was playing a big impact in who I was in my personal life. So I had to find out what was the missing thing that was like I, I needed to do. And during that time, I was submitting again. I was praying. I was asking God, do not let this woman take my child from me. Do not. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I submit. I, I'm getting, I'm back to where I was when I was 24, 25. I was like, God, if you get me out of this situation, I'll surrender. I'll come back to you. I won't do none of this. Right. Wow. But it wasn't out of my choice. It wasn't something that yeah. I could control. So she chose it and she did what she had to do. And it broke me. And wow. with that, um, my full level of cementence came in November and I never looked back. I, I, I asked God, what do you need for me to do? And he says, you need to you need to repent. You need to come to me. And there's certain things that you have put out in this world that do not align with the word and the will of me. So I said, all right, what is that? And he made me a parent. He showed me loud and clear. My social media presence was one of the things that I had to abolish because it was built on nothing but pride. Pride. <laughs> What'd you say? It was built on nothing but pride. Yes. My social media yes. presence was all about my pride and how I viewed myself and how I can exalt myself above everybody because I'm pulling in views. I'm the rising star. I'm leading a new generation in this. I'm the guy that next chapter wants to sign and they want to use me as their poster child. Like people don't right. even know, like next chapter has been wanting me to be with them for longevity. But yeah. I realized that my faith in the Lord goes beyond that. And there was a lot of things that, that were, that God was going to use in me to, 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 to glorify in his kingdom. So he's going to use me in the world of basketball when the time is right. But at this moment, he's using my gift of speech, my, my gift of, of communication, my gift of being able to articulate and convey messages to connect the dots, to connect the dots to, to those who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, who don't know Yo. his love and his will and his purpose in life. And I'm out here telling people I was in the world. I've, I've sinned. We all are sinners. We are born into this world as sinners, but with our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, he took all of that to the cross for us. There's no man in this world that will ever take any amount of pain for you, for, 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 for your sins, for your internal salvation. And that's what I have to realize. Wow. So to bring it full circle, Fact. yeah, man, there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that was impacting my social media presence with my personal life. And the two just couldn't mix. It was like oil and water. It wow. was the negative side of me that was coming out on social media, 
but but the God in me that was trying to stay grounded, and the two don't mix. The two don't mix in the in, no. the, in the in the Bible. First John chapter uh, chapter two verse fifteen it says, "Do not love the world, because yeah. if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. The love yeah. of the world includes the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Any of those is not in the Father. Yes, so those yes. who are, who have the love in the Father and does what the will of, of the will of God, He will abide forever. And I when I saw that man, I was like, you know what? I got wow, you're going I, off well. Thank you, brother. You went off. And ladies and gentlemen, this is just to remind you that you're not the only one. Whether you're, whether you're in Katy, Texas, whether you're in Baltimore, you know, you're not the only one. This process, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an influencer, like don't look at the don't look at the process as the process that's supposed to just be signified as tangible things, status. Um, see the process as the process working on you and making you better. You're not the only one dealing with these trans transgressions because there might be a higher calling to your purpose. Now, now, Will, now, Will, brother, thank you. Now, um, and, and I love that you brought up scripture because, <clears throat> uh, you know, I want people to understand that the, the basic instructions before living, leaving earth, we don't need to plan it as religion, but it absolutely can be a guide. So when you have Luke one thirty seven, anything is possible, right? With the Lord. Okay. What trajectory, right? Are you looking to take, you know, all of your, all of the world tune ins, right? Um, I don't know what you call your community, but what, what direction are you looking to, to take this thing with God, knowing that there is something greater? There's a new level that you need to attain because the things that you went through recently was to get you prepared for that new devil on that level, right? What trajectory have you procured on your end, right, as the brand developer, as the marketer of your brand? Where are you going with this? I love that question. Amen, brother. I love that question because with life, there's a purpose. With God, there's always a purpose. So um, I had to understand for myself that, one, removing myself from the world was my first step. Okay. Here's number one. Podcasting is the only media that's going to have a long tail. It's an asset that's going to pay you for weeks, months, years to come after you upload content. Number two, competition is so much lower than people think. There's only 250,000 active podcasters. Number three, high value content. Most content nowadays is going shorter and shorter and shorter, but it's hard to actually provide value in sub 60 seconds. Number four is multiple streams of income. You can have sponsorship. People buy your products and service. You can have a paid for community. You can do a affiliate marketing. And number five is repurposing. You can't turn 20 TikToks into a podcast. You can turn a podcast and repurpose it for those virality channels like TikTok, like Instagram, like YouTube shorts. You know, relinquishing um, all of the love of the things of the world, you know, material stuff, status. Um, Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and then all things will then be added. Not to say that the things of the world you cannot obtain, but you need to seek his glory first. So my trajectory is to walk by faith, walk by blind faith and walk boldly, knowing that he's ordered my steps. 
And I know for a fact that the social media presence that he gave me, the ability to convey messages, to grow a following, to reach people, is no mistake. That is a blessing from the Lord. So now what he's going to do is he's going to repurpose who I was, right? In a time that, in a season that was happening to me, he's now going to package that up. He's going to show me how to represent that to those who are lost. So now it's going to come in the form of podcasting, um, me dropping videos, using my communicative style. But when my, 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 when my body is fully healed and I'm fully trained up physically, the ministry will mm-hmm. continue on the basketball court. I'm going to enter wow. into fields. I'm going to go into gyms. I'm going to go into, into, into basketball settings. And I'm going to play in the mighty name of Jesus because that's a mm-hmm. gift. My, my ability to play the game of basketball the way I do is unique. Right. And I've and I've witnessed that from watching film, from watching myself play. I've always had this unique nature to play the game of basketball the way I see it. And I know that that's an that's an ability. I may not be on the NBA level, but genius honest, level. I've, I've, ha- I've had skills. I have skilled trainers, NBA trainers who told me that I had the ability to play in the NBA, but just never was given the opportunity to. But maybe mm-hmm. it might not be what God had called me to do. Yes. He may have yeah. me in a different lane to, to, to repurpose my basketball skills. To, to reach to the lost and souls, you know, to, to show those kids that you don't have to obtain status to f- fulfill what's inside in your heart. When I tell you, my brother, listen, I've sat down with so many brothers and sisters in the community. And now that I've been removed from the world, I can look back at these conversations and I can be like, oh, you just misunderstood. You just you just. You just need someone to listen to. Like you just yeah. need Jesus. You just need a dip, a deeper relationship with the Lord and all of the all of the anxiety and depressional type of things that you're feeling, the things that you're battling, the mental mindness things, all of that can be wiped away if you just came closer to the Lord. So now God may repurpose me to go back into that field. I'm not gonna sit here and say maybe I might not be in the next chapter, because you never know. God's will is gonna be his will no matter what. His will will be yeah. done. So yes. if he repurposes me to step back into that lane or go to Ball of Life or go to In the Lab or even start my own basketball ministry to, to yes. repurpose it, yes. then that's his goal. And I will, and I will, be, I will, I will remain and become more obedient as he drops and downloads these things into my life. At the moment, I'm being obedient right now by sharing my testimony. I have to. We have to share the word of God because how else is someone – there could be somebody watching this right now. And experience the same exact thing. And this gives them the motivation, the inspiration, and the invitation to Lord Jesus Christ. Um, you, you, it's almost like you are articulating God's formula of higher communication. If you want to elevate in life, you have to elevate your form of communication and it sounds like you're absolutely preparing. God is preparing you to niche down and to figure out, you know, how to package this this new ministry that just sounds like it's about to be one of the biggest waves to hit social media because God got some people to touch. And, uh, you know, when it comes to man <clears throat> uh, and the word of God, right, in, in Hebrew, uh, man is, is, is Adam. And when you read it from, you know, right to left, the first letter, you know, it stands for God. 
and then the the two Hebrew letters um, is in it's Latin in Arabic Latin. Hebrew Hebrew is a hard lesson uh, language to learn. I know. Uh, and, and right, and and the 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 two the two letters left that stands for blood and f- flesh. So basically, God created man in His likeness, right? He created us to create. So our objective is to use the flesh to become more like God, right? And that's why He named man in Hebrew Adam. And it sounds like. You know, you are willing to use the image and likeness that God has placed in you, right? Just as in Genesis, right? In Genesis chapter one, you know, let there be light, right? How God created, Amen. you know, a masterful, you know, uh, masterpiece, right? Out of nothing. Yeah. But before it, it was, it was darkness. It was void. It was confusion and fear. And that's what you went through. Right. To get to that point, because before with intention, there's always disruption. Yeah. Right. And now, uh, brother, Will, I have to I have to, uh, you know, I have to set you up for this because, um, man, this this contrivement is leading me places. Right. In terms of the fellowship, one or two are together. The spirit is there. I want to set you up to where you can inspire somebody right now with a form of advice that can possibly right as a man of god right now in your position right intelligently in terms of your testimony somebody out there right now whether it's spotlight nevada they're on the demographic they're on the algorithm um you know shout out to katie texas gary shout indiana out, yeah, yep yeah gary indiana uh you know shout out to boca raton florida there's somebody right now that's just struggling not just for information right i do that thing too but I try to do smarter by the day to, to, to show that testimonies, the, the process and the journey is important when you're connected to God. What is some, what is some inspirational information you want to give? Amen. Amen. As I was speaking today, I realized that I had to contextualize and, um, compose my testimony in such a shorter amount of words to convey a message. But let me, let me, let me say this right now. I know right now, whoever's listening to this key into the sound of my voice, there are such intricate things on a daily basis that we deal with where we probably get up and you feel like you can't get up physically. Your mind feels clouded. You don't feel like you can make the right decisions you feel like things are not going your where anywhere year after year. You feel like it's a struggle. Let's say you're not. Let's just say you're in a space where you're dull, where you're in between, where you're neutral, where you're indifferent about making decisions, about things that you don't know your direction. I urge you to sit there in isolation. People refuse. Excuse me. I'm sorry. People refuse. And I've seen this to eliminate the distractions So they can actually clear their mind because, again, a lot of the times where we feel like everything is so chaotic, it's because our minds are not silenced. Our minds are not filtering out the noise. And it's hard to know what you're supposed to do. And a lot of people use that. Oh, no, you know, my gut is telling me. 
If you are of the spirit, the Holy Spirit will be speaking to you. You can replace that gut feeling with the Holy Spirit trying to tell you, trying to tug you. My goal is to let people know, my advice is to isolate yourself, right? Isolate yourself, allow yourself to rid yourself of distractions so then you can have a clear mind to make the decisions. But in that isolation, watch what happens. If you really are seeking the Lord, watch how supernatural you'll get an encounter. The Lord will speak through you through people, through signs and through dreams. He'll find a way to talk to you, but you must be you, you must be willing and yearning to understand him. So my goal and my advice is no matter what you may be dealing with, go ahead and get into a season of isolation. Remove yourself and see what the Lord can do to you. See how he will he will move in your life more than you've been moving in your in your life because let's be real. We've gotten so far off of our own free will. I challenge you to see how far you can go on God's will. That's right. Uh, where, where can where can anybody find you, man? Uh, Everybody can find me on all across all platforms. I only have three social media platforms on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. It's going to be Will Tune In, W-I-L-L-T-U-N-E-I-N. And I hope you guys all tune in because this movement is not just for my brother here and I. This is for the kingdom of God. This is for kingdom territory. Believe it or not, your soul needs to be released to the one who created it. There's nothing wrong with giving yourself up for salvation. Why would you not want to be uh, with the one who created you. I have this analogy, right? My uh, my roommate dropped it to me. If uh, we're talking, since we're talking about basketball, right? If if I if for my sports betting fans, if I knew the outcome, if I knew the outcome between the Knicks and the Suns, right? And I knew the Knicks were definitive, the definitively the winner of the game, and I knew it. I would bet. You would bet. You would probably bet every statistic known to man so you can maximize the amount of money you put in there. Right. The Bible talks about from the book of Acts to the books of Revelation, it prophesizes Jesus' return and how we win. It, it prophesizes it. We win. We get, oh, these, we get salvation. Jesus comes back and he beats the enemy. He beats all the things that are, are holding us in bondage. Why wouldn't you want to bet your life on the Lord and Savior of the world because yes, we win? At the end of the day, the tail, the tail will maybe the tail will be made the head, and the head will be made the tail. Amen. Right. And a lot of the individuals that sit at the edge of the table should be sitting down with the cats, dogs, and the rodents. Yep. These, the, there's this thing where where I am super grateful of this podcast, right? Because we did create a harmonious gesture for the kingdom of heaven today, to the point where. Spiritually, I feel like spiritually, like I met you before, man, and I could talk. I, I wanted to go. I wish we can go longer. I know, right? But I know that we we definitely did something harmonious on this show today. Um, almost to the right where I, I'm actually excited to see where this podcast goes, right? And um, see if there can be, uh, I don't know, a, a fellowship community following, you know, you know, which you spewed out into the universe on this show. Um, I just want to say thank you for that. Amen. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Yo!
Yes, Lord, this is Cowboy347. I believe that nothing happens on accident. I believe that we can elevate any and everything, no matter what we're subdued to. Why? Because we all are here on purpose. And let's get smarter by the day. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That, that, that right there was, uh, that was fire. That was. That was good, man.